let's go to First uh, Kings, the nineteenth chapter. I want to I want to read these eight verses again because I'm going to pick up on them for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the, the second message for the rest of the this message. These are whole messages. I just can't preach them in uh, in in one uh, standing here. Um, but let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. <clears throat> Listen to these words as we read them. We're only going to read the first eight verses. And uh, again, as I said, and Ahab, and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had had done, and with how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message unto Elijah saying, So let the gods do do to thee, do to me, and more also if I make not thy life as the life of one that of them that one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that he arose and went for his life and came to Bathsheba Beersheba, and which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat under the juniper tree, and the he, I'm sorry, sat under the juniper tree, and he requested uh, for himself that he must he might die, and said, "It is enough." Now, O Lord, take away thy life, for I am, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he had lay and slept under, under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he and and he did eat and drink, and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time, and touched him and said, "Arise and eat, because the journey uh, is too great for thee." And he arose and and did eat and drink, and went in the strength and went in strength of the meat four days, forty days and forty nights. Until he, uh, forty days and forty nights unto Horb, the Mount of God. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for the blessings of it. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you, Lord, for sending those out today. Lord, it's always a joy to preach to those who come. And Lord, it's a great blessing to me. And Lord, I pray that you'll help my eyes today, Lord, and uh, I'm having a little bit of problem and Pray, Lord, that you'll help clear them up to where uh, I can see my text and that I've just read and, and where I can see my notes that I've just made for this message. Lord, I pray that you'll bless us in all things. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> we ended uh, this morning's message with uh, the angel who had who had visited God has sent an angel 
to visit Elijah while he slept. And Elijah was, I guess, feeling pretty safe. Uh, he had he had fleed to uh, 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 Judah, which, if you remember, Ahab was the king of Judah of of Israel, and Judah had their own king, and so thereby he felt safe because he was in the land of Judah, and where that uh, Jezebel would not visit him. But as he slept, uh, there was an angel. And the Bible says, And as he slept, behold, an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. Now, uh, we, we realize that God has something else for him to do. God wouldn't, have, God wouldn't have sent that angel if he didn't have something else to do. Matter of fact, he sent that angel twice. Uh, he rose, he ate the, uh, um, Bread, the, the bread, the cake that had baked, and he and he drank the cruise of water that was at his head, and he went back to sleep. And the angel angel came and 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 he he touched him, and behold, there was as we said as a cake baking on, and, and a cruise of oil at his head, and so he ate it. But that wasn't enough for the journey that God had for him. That was that didn't make him strong enough. For the journey that God had for him, because uh, he had a forty-day and forty-night journey that he was going to send him on and send him to uh, uh, Mount Horeb, and of course we'll, we'll learn later on uh, what that was all about. We won't learn it today, but we'll learn it later on what that was all about, and we'll see that. So we know that Elijah rose, and from his sleep. Uh, to the surprise of that there was food there to eat. And he determined that he wasn't going to eat. He, he wanted to die. He, he, he determined that, uh, that he wanted God to take his life. But anyway, his, he, he, he never, he never for naught, I'm sorry, he never needed for naught for an angel touch, I'm sorry, let me, let me get what I'm saying here. I can't, I can't see it. it. It is never for naught that an angel touches anyone. Uh, there, it's never, it's never just, angels just don't go around touching people for nothing. Angels don't go around, uh, beckoning people for nothing. And, you know, if God sends someone, if God sends someone to you, it may be a person, but, but, you know, the Bible says we're to entertain ever stranger we see because you may be entertaining angels unaware and so many times you know we find ourselves uh, uh, not realizing that maybe the next thing that someone says to us could be an angel of the Lord and the Lord could be beckoning us to do something for him you know I, I just don't believe I, I don't know we we live in a day when people think that they you know that they um, uh that they don't have to do anything else, that, that they never have to, unless they want to, you know, unless they want to do it. You know, I, I, uh, uh, I've even had young people, you know, uh, say to me, uh, I'll say, I'll ask them, I'll say, you need to do this or that. Well, I don't want to, you know, and I, I never, I've never seen the day so much that people are so, uh, people are so adamant about 
they don't just don't want to do. They don't want to do for the Lord. They don't want to do for anybody else, and uh, and and they just don't want to do. They don't want to do anything. Well, that's you. You must realize if God sends an angel to touch you, it's not for it's for no reason at all. God has a reason for that. He has a reason for touch. Remember, for every spirit awakened. I'm sorry, for every spirit awakened soul, there is, there is a much needed miraculous feast and awaiting all. In other words, you're going to feed up on things that you don't realize. I, I, I mean, he, he was surprised when he saw, when he saw the cake baking and he saw the cruise of water at his head. He, he was surprised at that. But you, you, you've got to realize that um, when God, when God uh, gets, gives to us, when God takes care of us, God said, I'll supply all of your needs. When he takes care of us, there's always, when we, when we obey God for what God would have us do, there's always a, a feast there. There's a miraculous feast that is there somewhere, something we can feast upon, not necessarily food, it can be joy. It can be peace. It can be the the understanding that this is exactly what God wants me to do. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be able to understand exactly what God wants you to do. You know, if you're here in loss today, and and God is speaking to you, then it, it's a wonderful thing that God would touch you today. God would touch you maybe with this message uh, that we're preaching to you. God may touch you. The angel from the Lord touched Elijah and commanded him to rise and eat, and he obeyed. He he did exactly what he, what he said to do. He said, "Arise and eat," and he did. Two times he arose and he ate. The second time he had meat. The second time he said he had meat to eat, and God told him, "said You need this." The angel told him, "said You need this because you need the strength that to do what God is." It's set out for you to do. And so he ate it. He obeyed. This had, this had to be the best breakfast to which Elijah had ever awakened. It had to be the best food that he'd ever eaten. You know, uh, there's one thing, there's one thing for you to buy something yourself and eat it was quite another thing when somebody prepares it for you and it costs you nothing. That's, that, that's a great blessing. That's a blessing in disguise, and and what what a great blessing it is. Many times, many times we don't like that. We like to do our own thing. We don't want nobody doing anything for us. We like to do our own thing. But but let me tell you, folks. Sometimes God sends people to do things for you. You know, it's uh, it's just like somebody back a few years back. You know, uh, I was going I was going to give them something, and 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 they said no. You don't you don't have to give it to me. I, I, I don't need it, but they didn't realize I needed to give it to them. I needed to give it to them. I, I needed, at that particular time, I needed to give them to them because God had laid that up on my heart. God had laid that up on my heart to give it to them. And, and so I had need of giving it to them because God had laid it up on my heart to do so. Well, Elijah here, uh, when God uh, fed him and gave him, and he had the strength, uh, he, he realized God had something for him to do. 
most today don't realize when God has prepared a meal for them in his house, for they come not to eat. You know, God prepared a meal here today. I'm, I'm just sorry as I can be that uh, I'm not able to see today. Uh, but, um, but there's one thing for sure. I know God prepared this meal. I know, I know, uh, I was, <laughs> I was not able to see as well when I typed this as I am now to read it. So, uh, you know, I have to get right up in the computer to see what's going on. I hope and pray they'll be able to fix that in a couple of months, but, uh, I don't know. If they don't, then I'll have to do it the way I've been doing it and, uh, <laughs> So, um, uh, but, uh, but I, I know that this is a message that God gave me for today. I know this without a doubt. How can any feed the sheep of the Lord if they refuse to come to eat? And many do. Well, what, what if, what if Elijah had woke up and said, God, I don't want this? And, you know, I believe God would have crammed it down his throat. You know. If he woke up and said, God, I don't want this. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm, I'm not going to eat. I'm mad. I'm going to starve myself to death. God, God would have crammed that down his throat. No, Elijah had enough sense to know that this was a miracle that was being brought up on him at this particular time, just like at the brook Cherith, just like, just like when the ravens came every day and fed him, when the water was there, the fresh, pretty, uh, clean water was there and he drank. And he ate every day, and, 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 and Elijah had enough sense to know that somebody was watching out after him. Somebody's watching out after him. I was thinking earlier today, I don't know how many of you. Um, Brother Sam, when you got out of the military, did you get to draw unemployment? Did you get to draw unemployment when you got out of the military? I did. I sure did. I got to draw unemployment. Somebody told me, they said, if you'll just go down there and sign up, you can get unemployment. I did. It wasn't much, but I drew unemployment. And, uh, and so, you know, that, that was a blessing to me to realize that, that I could do that. And then I turned around. I wanted to go to school and I learned that the GI Bill that was going to pay my way. And, and that was a blessing. And, and then when I went to buy a house, I realized that the GI Bill would get me a loan for little enough, and I think 1.1%, something like that. And, uh, you know, you just, you just don't realize the things that, uh, I, I didn't like being in the military. I didn't. I didn't like, I didn't like none of it. But, but I'm going to tell you folks, after I got out, I realized why God put me in there. I, I needed to be in there. I really did. I didn't like it, but I need to be in there. I was I was going astray, and just like I told somebody here the other day, I, I think Brother Sam said when he got drafted that he had to go somewhere on his own. Man, they came to the house and got me, Brother Sam. They came by in a car and picked me up and told me said Let, Let's go. It's time to go, and uh, and so uh, that's. Uh, that's something, but it was good for me. It was good for me. I got, I got all those benefits. I never had to pay a dime out to go to school. I never had to pay a dime out more than 1.1% to buy a house. And, and, and I, and I draw, I draw a little unemployment. 
until I got a job. When I finally got a job, then, I, then unemployment stopped. But I drew some unemployment. Somebody told me, said, you can do that, and I did. And I went and I drawed some. But I'm going to tell you, folks, Elijah, when he realized and he woke up and he saw this food there that God had prepared for him, not only had he prepared a bacon bread or bacon cake, but he had prepared water, but he also prepared meat. God had God had a meal of meat for him the second time he woke him up, and he had enough sense to know that yes, I'd better eat this because it's sure, it's surely uh, the brook at Cherith came back to his mind. What God had done for him there. How can you forget things like that? How how can how can a man ever forget? It's sad to me that people can claim to be saved today and totally forget about it uh, uh, two weeks from now. I, I don't understand that. Never understood that. That's like Brother Robbie was telling me the other day that some lady came forward at church and said she wanted to be saved, and he hadn't seen her since. He said the church voted on her. church voted to set her aside for scriptural baptism. Said He said, I hadn't seen her since. So I can't even find her. You know, so I don't, I don't understand this walk a church aisle and, and claim you're saved and, 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 and then just totally forget about it. It doesn't go away that easy. I can't help it. It doesn't go away that easy. I remember when Kara was saved. It, it doesn't go away that easy. Uh, uh, that's been a long time ago, hasn't it? And, uh, and I remember when a lot of, some of you were saved, most of you were saved. And, and it hadn't been, uh, uh, you, you just, you don't for, you can't forget that. You can't let that go. And so Elijah never forgot God watching over him and taking care of him. It looks like we never, uh, forget it. Elijah didn't complain. He didn't ask questions as to how the cake was made or how the coals were fired. He simply arose and ate, uh, ate the manna prepared by Jehovah God. He just, he arose and ate it. He said, it's this there, I'm going to eat it. And just like the children of Israel, when they were wandering, uh, in, in the desert, you know, and God sent the manna, they didn't, they didn't question where it came from. They just went and ate it. Same way with the quail. When, when they started complaining about we don't have any meat, God sent quail to them. Sent them so much quail that they go outside, they bust them upside the head flying around. And they, all they had to do was just reach up and grab them and take them in, cook them and eat them. And, um, they, you know, when, when God does something like that, He's going to take care of you. He, he's going, He's going to see that you're taken care of. It is the same with salvation. We don't question how God makes it effective. Just believe that he did it all. You, you don't question how God made it effective. You know, some, someone said one time, I don't understand how the blood can wash away sin. You'll never understand it. But just believe it. Just believe that God, that, that, that the blood of Lord Jesus Christ washes away your sins. He's washed them all away. I, I think about uh, uh, kids, children that are saved. We we just had a child saved not too long ago, and 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 I tell you, uh, folks, God God's going to take care of that little girl. He's going to take care of that little girl. I tell you, it's one of those things that uh, uh, you never forget. <coughs> I don't forget it. I don't think Ella will forget it either. I think she will remember it. 
uh, how the Lord uh, uh, saved her. Elijah hadn't gotten over the first blessing when the Lord visited him again. The angel of the Lord came a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. Elijah didn't ask, where am I going? He didn't, he didn't wake up and say, now, what are you talking about? Well, what do you mean? You mean if I eat this, I'm going to have to leave? You know, and, and uh, he, didn't, he didn't question, he just ate it. He just ate it. And God down here in the eighth verse says, And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of the meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. Can you imagine that? Took 40 days and 40 nights. Do you suppose he ate on the way? Sure he did. God supplied every everything he needed to get to where God was going to send him to. Being confident of this very thing, he which have begun a good work in you will finish it until the day of Jesus Christ. Remember that. My time's not over yet. My day's not over yet. It may be in a little while, but it's not over yet. My day, this message is not over yet. It may be in a few minutes, but it's not over yet. And, and, and I tell you folks, you know, you might say, well, my life, I've, I've earned, a, I've earned a time to be away. That's like man, uh, I took a man, a man asked me if I would take, pull a trailer for him to Statesboro because he had to take something back. He had bought he'd, about $4,000. He had take something back he would bought, and he wanted to know if I would pull it to Statesboro for him. I did that this past Tuesday. I hooked, uh, hooked a trailer to my truck, and me and him went, went over there, and, and, uh, and he, he looked at me while I was going over there, and he said, Why are you doing this? I said, because you said somebody, you needed somebody with a truck to pull a trailer back over there that you were taking back, that you had bought and you were taking back. And he said, well, I can't believe people do things like that. I said, yeah. I said, there are people who do things like that. And I pulled his trailer over there. He got his money back. We came back. We were back for lunch. And... uh and, and, you know, and, and all the way over there, you know, he just could not understand why we was doing that. Well, Elijah didn't question anything. He jumped up, he ate, and he, he took off on 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Horb. And we'll, we'll learn later on why he was there. God gave him enough the first time to sustain him. But the second time he visited, he, vis- he visited him was to prepare Elijah for the task he had he had before him that's the second time he ate was to prepare him for that journey that he was going to go he said you got to eat this you got to eat this because you're going to take that it's going to take strength to go you know how, how much further can you go you know when I, I'm going to tell you folks I, whether y'all know it or not when you, when you turn when you're 75 and I'm going on 76. You slow down. But it's amazing how God will keep pushing you along. You know, I, I, I told Rhonda I got up Friday morning, and I said, I'll tell you one of the worst things that people have to do, and that's clean up. 
yeah, it's like Christy says, well, I cleaned up today. I don't know if she don't clean up every day or not, but she said, I clean up today. I, I tell you, that's, that's a terrible thing, Brother Sam. You, all you got to do is get up and go sit in your lounge chair and watch TV. I have to get up every morning, go in there and get in the shower and clean up and fix myself up and get ready. I tell you, that's a hard task. Becky's sitting back there looking at me. Becky knows it is. That's a hard task to have to do that every day. Well, Neil don't clean up, so we don't have to worry about that. But anyway, uh, that is something that uh, Elijah said, well, he didn't question it. He didn't, he didn't question one thing about what he did. In, in, some, in some much less fashion, that is just what happened to this pastor. God saved me and came again the second time, and he called me to preach. Isn't that something? It happened to Elijah. God woke him up, gave him enough food to sustain him for that moment, and then he came again. He called him. He, gave, he blessed me enough for the moment when he saved me, and I never dreamed. March 27, 1967, when God saved me, that he'd be visiting me again, called me to preach. Rhonda knows what I went through. Rhonda knows I, I, I was saved and, and just happy, just lark as I could be. And then all of a sudden, I realized God was calling me to preach. I didn't eat. I didn't eat. I lost weight. Brother Jim Jeffries came to see me, and he said, I know what's wrong with you. I said, how do you know what's wrong with me? He said, I know what's wrong with you. He said, God's calling you to preach. I said, how do you know? Just like people said to me, how do you know? He said, I just know. I said, well, that's exactly right. That's what he's doing. Well, you see, God visited me twice. He visited me the first time to sustain me and save me. Visited me the second time to go preach. Something I never dreamed that I'd ever be doing. God will send them a second call, which is to arise and be baptized. Once you're saved, you get another call. Arise and be baptized. And, and then, uh, and then, uh, let me get where I am. <clears throat> Arise and be baptized into one of the Lord's churches so as to work in and through for the, for the rest of your natural life. Did you realize that? You might say, well, uh, it's like I was going to tell there a while ago, the guy that, I took over there. He said, uh, "He said, uh, didn't you have anything to do today? I said, of course I've got things to do. got things to do every day. He said, you don't ever take off? I said, no, I don't ever take off. He said, uh, you mean you don't ever take off? I said, no, I don't, I don't take off. And uh, so, you know, this is, uh, this is just some, this, this is, God called me into a lifetime thing. He, he, he expects me to preach until I can't preach anymore. You know, I, sometimes I wonder why my eyes, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not stupid enough like I used to be years ago. I'm not stupid enough to say, Lord, uh, uh, I can't preach because I can't see, so you make me see. I'm not going to do that because I'm going to tell you the Lord will make you work. If you, if you can't see, the Lord makes you work harder. 
and getting your lessons and getting your messages. It's much, much harder to do and much thing that there is to do. <clears throat> Elijah, let me get where I was. <clears throat> Are there not many who have received the call to salvation, but like Elijah, laid down again in selfish ease, figuring that this is all there is to being saved? That's what Elijah did. When Elijah ate the first time, he just laid back down and went back to sleep. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. They'll say they'll say they're saved, and they just lay down and go at ease and say everything's all right now. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm a Christian, and I'm gonna go to heaven. Everybody believes them. That's easy. That's easy to do nowadays. Easiest thing in the world for you to do is get up and walk down this aisle. That's the easiest thing in the world for you to do. But let me tell you, when God's convicting you, it's probably one of the hardest things you're ever going to have to do. I, I think of Bailey. When when Bailey said, uh, uh, I can't stand it no more. I've got, I've got to go. It's the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. When the Lord saved you, has come down here and, and, and want to be scripturally baptized into the fellowship of this church. God awakened him to more tasks. I've had people tell me they have had the second blessing. I tell them that that is all right, but they, they need to realize there are more than two blessings in store for those who serve the Lord daily. There are more than two, two blessings. You know, some, some people wait most of their life for a second blessing. Man, I've already had second blessing, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and so on. Thousands, hundreds of them, thousands of them over the last 50 some years. I've had, I've had so many blessings. And so, uh, that's, uh, there's more than just a second blessing. Uh, out there, second blessing that God God gives to His children. We we just sang a song Wednesday night by Fanny Crosby. You know what the song was? Y'all remember what that song was? I know Carol should. She played it. Y'all remember what that song was? We sung Wednesday night. Will Jesus find us watching? Waiting, waiting for the Lord to come. Will he find us? Watching. Will he find us? Are you watching today? Will you be watching when you leave here after a while? Will you be watching tomorrow? Jesus may come tomorrow. That eastern sky may light up. You might think, well, that's a thunderstorm coming. It could be the Lord Jesus Christ coming. The Bible says he's going to come in the clouds. You may think it's a thunderstorm coming, but let me tell you, folks, that that eastern sky could open up any time. Back this way. That eastern sky could open up any time and reveal the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back. Oh, won't that be wonderful? 
Won't that be wonderful? Something that we've waited on, something that we've I preached about. That would be so wonderful. I tell you to to see those clouds part and to see him there and 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 light up this whole earth with his glory. Light up this whole earth with his glory. What a wonderful time it is. You know, maybe the darkest hour of the day may be just before Jesus comes back because he's going to light up this whole world with his appearance. And the Bible says, I heard, I heard a preacher preach one time that not everybody's going to see him. The Bible says different. The Bible says every eye shall see him. Every eye shall see him when he lights up that eastern sky. But not every one of them is going with him. But every eye will see him. And they'll see him. They'll, they'll realize that there, there's some people that are missing on this earth. They'll be, they'll be calling the police and saying, I haven't seen so-and-so since that day. That You remember when that thing took place in the sky? I haven't seen so-and-so since then. Would you help us? Could you, could you help us find him? The policeman says, yeah, I'll help you all I can. The policeman doesn't say, well, that was a rapture because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know any better. Will he find us watching? What will you be doing when Jesus returns? Waiting and waiting and watching? The Bible states, and he arose, did eat and drink, and went on the strength of the meat forty days and forty nights unto Horb, the Mount of God. Forty days and forty nights. That's a long trip. Elijah's first meal and strengthened his soul. The second meal enabled him to go on to witness for Jehovah God. All of us here today must realize that if we go for the Lord, it must be in God-given strength, for it will for it for if we tried alone, then we're doomed to failure. You can't go out you can't just go out and say, Well, preacher, like somebody told me one time, I'll do it when I retire. <laughs> you don't even know if you're gonna be living when you retire. How many of you saw the paper this week? Six people in there. The oldest one was sixty five years old. There was one in there was forty four. A lady was 44. You know, you, you don't know. You don't know. <clears throat> There's a song which Carol loves to play. Trust and obey. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Trust and obey. We sing it a lot on Wednesday nights. Trust and obey. That's the only way. That's the only way. Elijah didn't question when that angel woke him up second time fed him. He just took off on that journey 40 days and 40 nights. Lord, why am I going there? Well, you'll find out. I know he didn't ask that, but Lord said, well, you'll find out. Why, why are you doing what you do? You'll find out. You'll find out why God leads you to do some things. If you, you are as down in the dumps as most look on the Lord's day, then this is for you. Arise and eat. 
Jeremiah said the words were found and I did eat them. The words were found and I did eat them. He made a, he made a meal on the word of God. What was it Jesus said when the disciples brought him food? He said, I've had meat that you know not of. Let me tell you, folks, there are times when I've had meat that you know not of. I tell you, you couldn't tell me, you couldn't have told me anything. Well, Sam, I got drafted when I was 18 years old. And you couldn't have told me anything. I thought I was getting out. And they come and they told me, said, you're going to go to 100th Infantry Division. A, uh, a, um, a reserve unit. And I had to, there are six more years I served there. Six more years. Brother Sam got put in a reserve unit way, way. He didn't have to go to meetings, but I had to. That same reserve unit got called up to Vietnam. That 100th Division. Infantry Division got called up to Vietnam in 1967. That's when the Tet Offensive had took place. They sent a company of them over there that I had trained, and 27 of them died in one day. 27 of them died in one day. And someone asked, uh, someone said that there's a sign up. I had to drive to see it. They said there was a sign up down in Bardstown, Kentucky. There's a sign up down there that says the city where 27 widows was made in one day. I mean, they were lawyers. They were doctors. They were bankers. They were, they were factory workers. They, they, were, they did everything, ditch diggers and everything. And those 27 of them got killed the first day they was over there. Well, let me, let me tell you something. Tell you something. God will take care of you. God will watch out after you. And I want to say here today, if you, if you served in the military, before I finish this message, if you served in the military, I thank you for your service. I thank you for your service. I don't care if you didn't serve but two or three months. I thank you for your service because you had every unction and everything and wanted to stay in there. Did you want to get out, Gary, as quick as you did? Oh. Didn't? All right, let's stand and... Let's be dismissed, Miss Parthen.